Well, welcome to Decaf from the Mountains. Mark and I are in Gatlinburg for doing some work things right now, and we found this great spot. Good, well, you can't see over our chairs, yeah, but it's a good view. There's I a promise. beautiful mountain view behind us. No um, bears, but a good view. Unfortunately, <laughs> no bears. We did try to go on a bear hunt last night after Mark had, had a few Bud Lights and I had a few glasses of wine. I downloaded a bear app to make bear sounds and say they come there, which I mean was a terrible idea because they did come. I don't know idea. how I deal what with it, but yes. Yes, but if I, the bears had arrived. I downloaded the Predator Sounds app, so if you want okay. that. It, we, were, we thought it was so funny. 600 Predator Sounds. <laughs> yeah, a lot of different Predators. And, and when you think about that, you're like, are there 600 Predators? And if so, do we want to know what they sound like? No, the answer is no. I've heard, we heard a lot of weird animal sounds really that we were not expecting. Imagination there. It was just a very strange thing. But um, we love being in different parts of the state. We did this a lot last year when we were talking about going local. Um, we're going to go kind of hit the town in a safe way tonight, safe COVID-friendly way tonight. Ma- we're going to have masks With on, we're going to snow tubing. Yes, so. we're going to go snow tubing outside tonight over Gatlinburg, and um, I'm going to ride a ski lift up over the Ooh. nature animal reserve and hope to see a bear in a safe place and not in a driveway where we thought it would be <laughs> really funny to see a bear last Maybe night. Maybe a few so. less Bud Lights tonight, so we're not calling them, but yeah, we'll see what there happens. there will be no red wine for me tonight, <laughs> at least not before, and I, I will force myself to stay yes. inside after that. Um, so, this was an exciting thing this week, but next week, I think, is my favorite week of the year for Beacon, because our annual pork report comes out next week, and that's something, this is the 15th year of the pork report. I've only been here for two years. Mark, this is your seventh year Seventh year at Beacon, and so he gets really jazzed, jazzed. <laughs> great, great words. About the pork report every year. Um, Mark, you want to give any little teasers? Well, I mean, I think, so I, you've been here for two years, so I mean, this is your third, maybe second pork report or third pork report? This is the third, the third. one I've written in. Yeah. So I think that this is our best one ever. I really do. It, it's the shortest. Good. We only have 12 of them, but I think we have some funny titles. We have so a good, good 12 Days of Christmas thing. Um, and, and explain the layout. It's three statewide, three from East Nashville, three from Middle Tennessee. East, East Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, three from East three Nashville. From, there, is, there is three from East Nashville actually, easily. Yeah. Yes. Um, three from East Tennessee, three from Middle Tennessee, and three from West Tennessee. So we break it up, and then we have three bonus entries to make the total go from 12 to 15 for the 15th year, and it's our three favorite ones from the last few years. Yeah, so it's a 15th anniversary, so yeah, we have our three favorite ones ever. I know that I did the logo. I was between that and the water park for me, but the Tennessee yeah. State logo is the problem. I know that I think Justin did the uh, the mega site, the, the West Tennessee mega site, yes. and we had the Hemlock Semiconductor, which is a big one. Which was just, oh gosh. But, but yeah, there's a lot of great stuff in it, and we did, we did less this year, but I think that there are better entries. And there's some interesting ones. I, I mean, I don't think we want to give too much away, but uh, the Nashville tax increase was in there. Oh, absolutely. Um, we had some good statewide ones there, too. I know there's uh, some no-bid uh, mass contracts. Which, that was really fun to write. And there may Um, be a financial guru from the state who is in there for taking some tax dollars. I will not say who, but you will see on Tuesday. (laughs) I think you might be able to guess that. Yeah, yeah, there's not a lot of financial gurus here. um, (laughs) But it's a really great report this year. I think it's one of our best. And it's going to be available Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. on our website. Mm -hmm. And we'll we'll post the link all over Facebook, but it'll be at beacontn.org slash pork2020. Um, and we'll send you, I mean, we, we always, this is our most famous yeah. annual report. we got a ton of media, so we'll send you the media hits, too. And we'll see uh, some of the different municipalities and, and governments that complain about us doing this because they don't like being called out. But that's what we're here for. But, like, we're upset that you're spending money responsibly. <laughs> yes. So, like, you know, this is... We'll call of, it even. It's give and take here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's really exciting. I'm really pumped about that. Um, so stay tuned for that. On, on the note of spending money and being responsible... I really want to have kind of a bigger conversation today about personal responsibility, um, especially when it comes to how our elected officials treat us. So last week in Nashville and in a lot of other cities across the country, mayors um, 
put their fist down and did something that I really don't think they should be able to do, which is the rules of eight. Only eight people in your house. And there were all the funny memes that we talked about on a couple <laughs> podcasts ago about like, hey, Karen, I see you open up. It's the SWAT team. I see you took a turkey inside that feeds 12. Like, yeah. you can't do that. And so um, we, we had to deal a lot with people contacting us and saying, how is this possible? Doesn't this completely, like derail everything about property rights I don't, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that mark but there's there's other things that have happened with personal responsibility lately there was the the governor or the mayor of new york which one saying that churches couldn't meet and that went all the way to the supreme court yeah, and the yeah. supreme court said the governor yeah. churches can meet and then there was and unfortunately it was too late that's the problem too it's like the, the, the supreme court of new york struck down this idea that churches could meet but it's after the restrictions were already lifted so it's like yeah that it's great that we found it was unconstitutional but like how is he getting punished for doing something unconstitutional and now they can go back to church they're like all those weeks they lost the church or they're gone there's i mean like i mean there's no something accountability they can do. there and then and then there was the issue of ilhan omar today the congress where is she from? Minnesota, Michigan? No, the no, Minnesota, from, Minnesota, Minnesota. No, Minnesota. that's where Rashida Tlaib is from. Oh, God. Omar. No, Rashida Tlaib's Michigan. The squad? Um, oh, oh, no, no, oh, Omar, Omar is Minnesota, I promise. Okay, okay. She's right, Omar she's from Minneapolis. Minnesota. Okay, so she tweeted today and said, cancel rent and mortgage payments. And Gosh. and it's, it just goes to the idea of canceling student loans and making colleges free. If you make a choice to buy a house, you're making a choice to assume a mortgage. If you make a choice to live in a house that has a rent payment, you know, I could live with my mom forever, but I don't want to. I want to live on my own, so I'm making a choice to live in a house with a rent payment. I know not everyone gets to make that choice, but at the same time, there's an element of personal responsibility that I feel like a lot of government officials, especially on the left, honestly, are just completely ignoring. I mean, I think the most unfair thing is talking about canceling whatever. Like, when you say cancel, what does that mean? It means somebody has to pay it for it. It means we pay for if it. If you cancel rent, that means that anybody who's a landlord can't live. And then somebody's right. going to bail them out. So it ends up being us paying money. So when people say free or canceling any canceling student loan debt, I mean, it's not canceling. It's shifting the burden of the person who actually benefited from it to the people who didn't benefit from it and just happen to be taxpayers and it's it's really disingenuous to say cancel or free and, or when they say oh this shouldn't cost money it's like yes it should cost no, money otherwise does. it wouldn't we wouldn't have it and that's what people understand well i think it's all of these people that say that say that they want to cancel this and cancel that you, people on the right typically come back at them and say well you don't understand economics they're like yeah. i understand economics i totally understand economics well the first thing that i learned in my first economics class in 10th grade was there's no such thing as a free lunch yep. and if my dad hadn't taught that to me before that would have been the first time i'd heard it and i would have been 16 and it would have been a lesson learned but everyone knows there's no such thing as a free lunch now we do believe in charity we do believe in giving we think that philanthropists often do really great work yep. helping people out who need help and that's a beautiful thing but when it's forced it takes the beauty out of like i i give my money where i want to give it and i'm sorry i don't want to give it to someone's you know liberal arts degree that that ain't it my favorite part about the college thing is that i, I saw a, a thing about what basically uh canceling ten thousand or fifty thousand dollars off a student loan would do and it helps the top 20 percent and hurts the bottom 20 percent the most because the people who go to the most expensive schools are the people in the top 20 percent economically so this is something that the left says is fair and all it is doing is helping the very rich people that they say that they hate and hurting the very poor people they said they're out there to, to protect so it's like even if it is well-intentioned which i think we can argue i'm not sure it is but even if it is it's not doing what you think it is and that's that seems to be a big problem not not i mean i don't want to just blame because the, the right does it too but it seems to be a big problem problem with the left is that even if it's well-intentioned it doesn't matter what your intentions are it matters what the effect is and right. the effect would be disastrous you cannot cancel, and it's unfair right. and it's unfair no matter what kind of 
great intentions you have, it's not fair and it's not good for the economy. And as it gets more and more out of hand, I know we've talked about Justin's blog post that he did last week on mandates and talking about how the more government mandates there are, you can't go to church, well that's blatantly unconstitutional, you can't have more than these many people in your house, well that violates my property rights and the sovereignty of my home on this property. You can't do this, you can't do that. The more of these mandates there are, the less people are going to take them seriously. And that's just undermining the government. And I am kind of a Ron Swanson, if you want to put me on, like, the TV characters, like, politics thing. I'm, I'm more like that, where I'm like, well, then let them undermine themselves. But there will be times when we need to take our elected officials seriously, yep. and all they're doing is hurting themselves and hurting us in the process. And but so, the good news is they don't even take themselves seriously. They, they do an uh, order, and then they go and eat at the very same place that they said they weren't, that no other people are like, or they're going to shut down gyms, and they go to the gym anyway. So, like, they're, they're not even taking go, their order seriously. They're going to go supposed, to church or graduations yeah, yeah. or whatever. They're How are gonna, we supposed to take them seriously if they won't even follow their own rules? We, we can't. It's, it, what, did, what does Suzanne say all the time she says mask for thee but not for me yeah yeah like it, it that's exactly what's happening right now and so i think that as coronavirus continues as we keep dealing with this there's going to have to be an element of personal responsibility that's what we've dealt with in my family my sister is working with special needs kids as a speech pathologist graduate student and when mom and i go to restaurants my sister doesn't go like she has taken personal responsibility on herself to say i you know the restaurant shouldn't be shut down and i can't make y'all not go but i'm just not going to go because i don't want to risk being exposed sure. and that's the kind of thing that we need to put in place rather than saying you can't have these many people in in your home for thanksgiving we can say you know if you're going to have this many people in your house consider getting tested you know yeah. be cognizant of be, COVID exposures be, be an adult, just be like, an adult be a, and be an individual and yes. do, do what you think is right for your family yes without and the government the people around you, you. and the yeah. government shouldn't be able to force you but that's a whole nother thing but i just think as we're in this season of holiday celebrations there's such an overstepping of the government trying to like wipe our noses and act like we're children and we're and we're not yeah. and so personal responsibility i think is important in this time and in all times and don't cancel student loan debt because it hurts people there that's yes. that's the end of my rant for today um last thing i want to talk about i don't know if you've actually stayed up to date on this mark the monolith I don't even it was know. found in Utah. Oh, okay. I saw one thing about it. It's like, okay, so I don't even know what I'm, I, I know okay. what monolithic means. I don't know what a monolith so is. So there, a few weeks ago, and, you know, I, Mark knows this because I dressed up in like a kidnapped from Area 51 <laughs> costume last year for Halloween, but I just think that the whole um, controversy and conversation around aliens, I think it's so interesting. Um, I don't know what I believe, but I think it's all very interesting. Uh, that makes one of us. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I guess it was a couple weeks ago, maybe it was last week, a huge metal slab which they are calling the monolith showed up in this natural park in utah, utah yep. in the middle of nowhere there i believe there weren't any fingerprints on it they dusted it for fingerprints and it was so it wasn't really an art installation no one knew what it was then it disappeared and showed up somewhere else either the next night or a few days later now it just so happened that i was reading a book called an absolutely remarkable thing that was about the same thing about aliens planting robots in new york city and all around the world at the same time now i spiraled on this as i tend to do <laughs> but i don't know mark you always say that i'm like a tinfoil hat i'm you kind are. of insane yeah but like am i insane for thinking this might be aliens there's a 99% chance that somebody is messing with people like you who will believe in aliens. I mean, it's I mean, it's great. It's it's a lot of fun. It's people who do this because they think it's funny. Like every time you see an alien, you think it's like okay, it's there's it's explainable by something else. And I can't say with 100% certainty that aliens or like other life forms, because I guess aliens 
could be real, but like in a different way. But other life forms, like ninety nine percent, they are not real. There's not these like little creatures, like in signs know, or whatever that are doing that. Um, and I feel pretty confident about that. But you like to be a conspiracy theorist, and you like to go down these rabbit holes, and it's interesting and it's fun to think about. I do. You're probably wrong, but I can't say a hundred percent you're wrong. But, so, but, but I will defend myself and say about ninety nine to a hundred percent of the time, I realize I'm wrong as it's coming out of my mouth and as I'm researching it. Like, I know that I'm being irrational. Yeah, when you research on blog, or Bob's uh, blogspot.conspiracytheories.org, it's probably not like... Or like, birdsaren'treal.com. Birds aren't real, I believe that's a thing. But people like this, right? Like, that's why they make so many movies about aliens. Like, people people kind of want to think that it could be a possibility. And maybe it is, but, like, it's entertainment, and if that's all it is, like, it's all good fun. And it's a happy distraction. You can think the dumbest thing. I don't know, aliens, the thing is, if they are real, are they mean or good? Like, I don't think people are are settled on that. In the book that I read, they're good aliens. In a lot of movies, they're not, they kill people. I know, they kill people, like... Like um, Predator, like Alien versus Predator. Yeah, like that that was scary. Also, the one with uh, Will Smith, for Independence Day. I, right? I'm Were those aliens? Jiggy with it, but that's that's a so song, not not right. at all, at all. That's I'm a great. I'm about to get fired. From yeah, yeah, getting jiggy with it. Yeah. It's not it. There should be yeah. aliens in the video. That'd be cool. Independence Day, exactly. Yes. Um, I just think that it's a happy distraction. I talked about this with Stephanie a couple weeks ago, but all of these TV shows that have the COVID storylines, that it's like I go to TV to escape reality yep. and now you're putting these COVID storylines in and I'm so sick of it. Fitters, how many doc- like murder documentaries do you watch? Okay. That's reality <laughs> too so I don't feel like that's completely true what I know. You're saying. I'm completely the kind of girl that will watch murder documentaries all day every day and then sleep perfectly well at night but if I watch something like Signs which is not real no. at all I will never sleep again but I just think that this monolith thing is interesting I totally think there's something we don't know and people are like punking all of society but I think it's a welcome distraction from the monotony of life right now, which is like take out food and not go. I, I love take out food. I, that's kind of like my. I love it. My life's like this. Um, before oh we gosh. go, I know this is great, but I want to give a shout out to my parents. They just celebrated their thirty-fifth wedding anniversary. Hey, what's yes, up? Deanna and Mark Senior. So yes. congratulations to them. And we they went do. out to dinner and had a great, a great time. We do love them. Happy anniversary, cunning hands. Um, you know, I'm sorry for you have to have had to deal with this for yeah. so long. Yeah, I mean, that's, but that was obviously their biggest mistake, me. But otherwise, like, it's been a good marriage, so good for that. <laughs> I wasn't going to yeah, go no, that my, far. my sister's great. They like her. Yeah, so that, Colleen's wonderful. Yeah, 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 we love her. Well, happy <laughs> anniversary, guys. Y'all stay tuned for the Pork Report next week. I'm really excited. I got to write some fun ones. Mark got to write some crude ones. We're just really pumped about that. So stay tuned, and we will see you for a special Pork Report episode next week.